Hi, everyone, and welcome to the 100th episode of My First Season. As this is a milestone of sorts for a podcast, I'd just like to take the opportunity to thank everyone who has downloaded an episode or told a friend about it. The 100th episode calls for a very special guest, and who boy, do I have one for you. <laughs> if you were an early 90s geo, you may have heard of my next guest, and if you have never heard about this person, you will now. My guest today and I met during my first season in Turks and Caicos during the summer of 1994. He actually drove a dive boat from Club Med St. Lucia to Turks that season, for a special reason, and we will talk all about that and what happened on that seven-day misadventure of his. He is one of the big reasons why my first season was so incredible, and you will hear why in just a moment. His first season was in St. Lucia as a scuba instructor in 1991-92-ish. Hey, he's not big on dates. Leave him alone, guys. Okay? <laughs> Fun fact about my guest. He taught juvenile offenders how to sail in scuba in Maryland and Florida before joining Club Med. So without further ado... Please help me welcome the man, the myth, the legend in his own mind. A man <laughs> whose blue eyes put the Caribbean Sea to absolute shame. An XGO. An XGO who could charm the pants off a donkey and then sell those same pants back to the donkey. From the city that never sleeps, he's the gift that keeps on giving the whole year. The one, the only cowboy will save us horse and ride a cowboy. How are you, sir? Hey, hey, hey! Right. You are too kind, my man. Too, too kind. I'm so hey, happy uh, you are. You are here, cowboy, and for the hundredth episode, this is amazing. Well, great! I'm so glad we finally hooked up. And you forgot the part about man of mystery and international intrigue. That's right. I know you. You have you have a lot of nicknames, but I think the majority <laughs> of uh, Club Med know you by uh, by cowboy. Yes, and, uh, we're, we're going to get into a second how you acquired that nickname. You got it. All right. Uh, like I said, you and I met and and Turks in that amazing season of 94. But uh, I want you to take me back a bit. Now, I mentioned in uh, in your intro that before Clumbed, you taught uh, juvenile offenders how to sail and, and scuba, correct? I worked for a company called Associated Marine Institute. And uh, we had what we call day programs. And we would take juvenile offenders that weren't as, as bad as some were, and we tried to give them, you know, teach them scuba diving, sailing, fishing, marlin spikes, uh, all kinds of fun stuff, and then sneak a little education in there. And our goal was to either get them their GED and into the service or get their GED and get them into the um, into college or some sort of trade school. And uh, it was very unfortunate. I worked with a gentleman named uh, Captain Buff Miller. He was a stellar man. He was a chief of uh, sailing for Club Med. And we worked together at an Orlando Marine Institute. And it was unfortunate. We had a student who accidentally was in the wrong place at the wrong time. And uh, he decided to go back to Club Med. And he took off. And I went to Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, to help just a sec cowboy i want to make sure i heard this guy's name correctly you said his name was buff miller yeah captain buff miller we called him okay uh he ended up going to snore bay mexico and right. i went up he left the company went to snore bay mexico i stayed with the company and i went up to an institute in baltimore maryland and uh, i was not happy with it uh with the company anymore so i called up captain buff miller now remember i'm up in baltimore maryland there's about three feet of snow on the ground. So I call Captain Buff Miller on Wednesday, and I get a hold of him 
Wednesday, and he said, call this guy Boo Boo. Okay, up now, in New now, York City. Now, 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 just a sec. Hold, hold on a sec, gosh, Douglas. Okay, you, you keep telling me this, but I have a hard time believing you. Uh, uh, so this this sentence would only, you would only hear a sentence like this in, in Club Med. Buff <laughs> Miller, Buff Miller told you to call Boo Boo in, in New York City, and, and Boo Boo is an actual person, right? <laughs> Yes, yes. Okay. Boo Boo actually was 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 the man to talk to about getting a job uh, wherever you wanted in Clement. At the time, I didn't know that, but I'm you know I'm usually pretty cordial to everybody. And, and Boo Boo was was was, was, was was wait Boo Boo was French. I believe so. Yes. Did we ever find out how we got the nickname Boo Boo? Or no? No, I never. I never knew. I never found out. I only spoke to him that one time. Okay. All right. So did he? And uh, did he offer you a job on the spot? Did you have to go in for an interview? Uh, I, 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 he said. Uh, he asked me. I. I. I, I said. Well, I, I did the same thing you did. I said, Buff, are you sure this guy? You want me to call this guy Boo Boo? <laughs> he goes, Yeah, that's his name. Call him. Tell him I told you to call. So Greg, swear to God, I called the number, and. The receptionist answered. I said, "Yes, I'm, I would like to speak to a Mr. Boo Boo." <laughs> okay, you put the accent on it. All right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so the guy answered. The gentleman answered the phone. Yes, this is Boo Boo. I said, "Boo Boo, my name is uh, my name is John Penland, and um, I, I'm a scuba diver and instructor. And I'd like to know if I could you know, join the club med team." He goes, "Okay, who who referred you?" I said, "Captain Captain Buff Miller, down in Norway, Bay, Mexico." He goes, okay, uh, call me tomorrow at 10 o'clock a.m. So I, next day I called 10 o'clock a.m. He goes, okay, you're going to uh, St. Lucia. Now, this is Thursday. He says, you're going to St. Lucia. Uh, you're going to St. Lucia on Saturday. I said, well, he says, do you have your passport and everything? I said, no. And Boo got kind of upset. He said, well, okay, it's important. You have to have your passport. Okay, go to this address. Go in, get a picture taken, and then they'll tell you where to go from there. I said, okay, boo-boo. So the address was in Washington, D.C. So I go down to Washington, D.C., past all the guards, get my picture taken, and I go in, and I said, yes, um, boo-boo sent me from Club Med. And a bunch of people scurried around. Five minutes later, I got my passport in my hand. And <laughs> from there, I go home. It's a Friday. I call Boo Boo, tell him I got my passport, that I'm packed, ready to go. He goes, okay, you take the flight out of Baltimore, Maryland tomorrow at, at 12 o'clock. Oh, I said, okay. So now, mind you, this started Wednesday. The ball started rolling Wednesday. There's still four feet of snow on the ground. So all I have is pants, shirts, long sleeve. And I get on, a, I go to the airport, and the lady says, uh, we don't have your name anywhere, but uh, Boo Boo says you just jump on the plane. Oh, wow. so I, so I said, this, <laughs> this guy carries a lot of weight. Well, so yeah. Just, well, wait, the fact that 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 would never happen today, right? <laughs> okay. Oh, no, 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 yeah, no. not post 9-11. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Wow. So so I jumped on the plane and I was heading to St. Lucia and we made one stop in uh, in Miami. And uh, we boarded planes, and this is where. Well, yeah. Uh, if I recall, I mean, my memory's a little shaky, but if I recall, you told me that you actually got your nickname "Cowboy" on on the plane to St. Lucia, and you gave another now famous Geo his nickname. Is this true? Yes, yes, yes. It, 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 it's it's what it's, it's a club med story, Greg. I, well, let me hear. I, it. You know, a lot of them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I got on the plane. I was sitting right next to a gentleman by the name of Larry Poland. 
Now, this guy looked exactly like Tom Selleck. And he, or Tom Selleck looked exactly like him, however we're going to look at it. And he was dressed to the nines. You know, I had my blue jeans on with holes in them. You know, my pointy boots <laughs> and a nightcap on, you know, a, a watchman's cap. And uh, we're talking, and we're talking about, you know, yeah, we're headed to St. Lucia. And I said, well, I'm going to work for Club Mad. He's like, well, you know, so am I. And then he kind of looked at me funny. He goes, where are you from? I said, well, I'm, I'm from, you know, New York City. And uh, I said, um, via, via Baltimore, Maryland. He goes, oh, okay, you got family up there. I said, well, yeah, yeah, I was in, you know, and I told him a little bit about what's going on with the uh, juvenile offenders. He goes, okay. I said, well, where really are you from? He goes, oh, well, I'm from uh, California, Long Beach area. I said, that was you. I thought you had a little West Coast, didn't you? And uh, he goes, no, oh, you sound a lot like a cowboy. And I looked at him, I, I don't know if you ever saw the movie 1942, and I said, well, you you sound a lot to me like someone from Hollywood. Hollywood. <laughs> so I don't know. He said, what? I said, Hollywood. You remind me of someone named Hollywood. I said, and I explained to him, I said, you look just like Tom Selleck. You know, you got the moves and the grooves like Tom Selleck. And he goes, well, you remind me just of a cowboy, you know? Well, yeah. Could you, you said something interesting earlier. Can you explain how you, I forget how you put it, but you said people, uh, people think you're like, when you go to certain parts of country, people think you're from there. Do you, can you, do you recall? You just yeah. If I, if like, if I'm in, if I'm in New York, yes. anywhere, if I'm anywhere, but in the Bible belt, people, people think I, I sound Southern. Okay. But if I go into Florida or anywhere below, or below the Bible belt, the States, you know, uh, People think I'm from up north, so I got an accent that doesn't fit anywhere. Okay, <laughs> so, and, well, and I'm that, a cowboy, and thus cowboy was born. All right, thus cowboy was born. Now, and now, Hollywood was it was his born. first season? Uh, cowboy was it Hollywood's first season or no? Yeah, it was also Hollywood's first season. Okay, and um, I mean, we got off the plane with those nicknames. Of course, we were having you know uh, several beverages, you know that. <laughs> As you do, as you do. As, as we do. We had several <laughs> beverages on the plane, and we love the nicknames. And so, you know, we got there for nine months. We were Hollywood and Cowboy, and it just, it just stuck. Now, do you, so, do, you, do you remember, like, uh, do you remember that whole first week arriving, that first day arriving? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna, okay, we're going to call this my fourth season then, because maybe your memory is a bit better around there. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what? But if 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 you if you if you remember, you can tell me. Okay. Well, what I find interesting is like when we did our our pre-interview last week, you told me your first season was in '93. So I started going through your photos and and realized, no, no, cowboy, you were you were in Saint Lucia '91, '92. And what I what I find even even stranger and and cool is that. You know, Ryan Leach was my chief of sports in Turks. I see him. He's land sports your season, right? And right, this, guy, yeah. this guy just looks like Tom Selleck. So are you telling me you had two Tom Selleck's going around that season? Yeah, yeah. Well, Tom Tom looked more like a, a Tom Selleck with glasses. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I never saw him in glasses. But, okay. But Rock, uh, Mr. Lee, not Robin Leach, but um, Ryan. Was it, was it Ryan? Right. Yeah, Ryan Leach. Yeah. Ryan Leach. He he was he was an excellent land sport guy. And then I remember um Hollywood and I and a couple other guys we met. Terry Treacott, very, very nice Frenchman. 
and you, we we made you were already in well, church. Well, yeah, well, no, we'll get to there. I just want to take a, a bit of time on on Saint Lucia to see if you if you remember. Well, well, what do you remember about Saint Lucia? Anything? No, I remember. Well, we 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 pulled in there, and it was it was Hollywood Cowboy. Uh, the other scuba team was there for about another two months during the transition. And I read in to the young man named Yanni. Uh, unfortunately, he's passed away. Yes, Nani, uh, a Yanni Nicholson. Yes. Well, he was a, a officer and gentleman, yeah. uh, but he did have his club med side. And I kind of, he kind of said that we, we both kind of hit it off. And he said, you know, Cowboy, I'm going to teach you a little bit about, you know, club med. I said, okay. He goes, you know, when you're at the party, you're at the disco, he says, approach the women. So uh, downwind, they don't see you coming. Then <laughs> you wait till one of the women separate themselves from the herd, and that's when you go over and you know start talking your game. Okay. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I said, all right, got it. Now I'm starting to wonder if I got a loon on my hands here. Okay, and then, then he said he's just kidding, and he goes to me, he goes, but anyway, I got these two girls, and um, she has a friend, and I need a date for her friend. Do you want to go? Now, did he did he describe the uh, did he describe the friend to you? Was she a supermodel or no? And I, I and I wondered why, and it, <laughs> it, I wonder why he didn't describe. But I knew right away when we all met out front of the 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 um, restaurant. <laughs> his date was a supermodel, Greg. Okay. My date looked like my uncle in a dress. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He didn't do that to me once. He didn't do it twice. He did it about four times. And finally, I said, that's it, Johnny. No, Wait, no it took you four times to catch on? Okay. Yeah, four times. I, I caught on. You know, okay. The Cowboys might not be the quickest, but you know, they got endurance. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we got endurance now. <laughs> I, I suppose at this point I, I should talk about diving and say yeah. before we yeah. go. So, did you like the? the, the, yeah. the did you like the, the de piton, like diving at the volcanoes? Did you like that? <laughs> okay. I'll tell you, uh, Greg. I've been very yeah. fortunate. I think, I think, you know, karma. I thank God that I've been in a lot of places and dove in a lot of countries. Saint Lucia had to be. The most spectacular, it was drift diving. There's different types of diving, but drift diving is pretty much the easiest. And you just drop in the water and just drift with the current, you know, for however long, then you come to the surface and you get back yep. on the boat. But they going around the bottom of the pitons, it was it was just it's hard to describe. It takes my it takes I I'm at a loss for words how beautiful it is. It's pretty much untouched by other, you know, other than Club Med going down there diving and it's one one thing I liked about Club Med that we taught, we were trained to teach how to dive unintrusively, you know. And yes, that's a big word for me. I okay. signed up, <laughs> Wait, I'm looking I it up. up this morning okay. in, in, in preparation for this interview. <laughs> I'm looking it up online here. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, I, okay. Now, but and I think you told me that Saint Lucia, like of all the resorts you worked in, was was your favorite, right? Above all, correct? Yes, it was. It was. It was my favorite, and I'll tell you why, Greg, because it just it was stuck in like 19, 1930, 1940. And I don't mean stuck as in a bad way. I mean, it is in a good way. They had two kinds of rum. They had bounty rum and bounty strong rum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was it. Ice was a luxury, you know, and uh, you got two cubes. If you wanted more, you paid for them. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> oh man. Okay. All right. Yeah, we're talking. Early, this is early '91, folks, or '92-ish. Okay. So yeah, '92-ish, '91. Uh, and you uh, did you learn any Creole while you were there? Because I know you like you love the St. Lucians, right? Like you got along uh, great. Love the St. Lucians, but the, the the Creole I learned isn't so much. I don't think it's iPod safe for the hundred. Oh, oh 100. got it, got it. Not 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 <laughs> sa- not safe for work. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, it. It's funny because wherever you go, you always. He learn the dirty words first. That's right. And then you learn the important stuff like where's the airport? You know, where where are the bars? That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now did where's you uh, how did you deal with uh, like the seven day uh, work week when you got there? Was it okay for you? Yeah, it, it it took a little getting used to, and then again, you know, Yanni was you know, taught me how to sneak out of crazy signs. Take a nap, right? Yeah, take a nap. Uh I also learned from Johnny Scuba. Johnny Scuba, uh, yes. An infamous guy, and I haven't run into him yet. He's later down the line, but well, he's, Johnny, he was he was in Turks with us. If we're talking about the same yeah. Johnny Johnny Scuba uh, that yeah, was in oh, Turks, yeah, right? Okay. And, and uh, by the way, Yanni and Johnny taught me the five minute nap. Yes, uh, John. Yes, Johnny. Johnny taught me, and I, I was laughing at him. I said, "How <laughs> it's impossible? You can't nap for five minutes." And boy, yeah. was I was I wrong. Was I wrong? Yeah, I set my alarm for. Five minutes, fifty minutes, whatever I had. Now, I'll be, I'll be damned, Greg. But I didn't wake up somewhat refreshed. Oh, not me. It was the worst thing I could do to myself. But I, I <laughs> no, no, I felt like death. I, I would chug a whole can of Coke with six packs of sugar just to try and wake up from that nap. Oh no, it was brutal. But you, you, you had to do it, right? You had to get it. So you had to get yeah, your sleep. And uh, for the most part, all the, uh, all the chief of the villages that I worked for were very nice. Some better than others. A lot nicer. But all, all nice and they, they rewarded us, the, the GOs. You know, we got time to go and do stuff outside the village. So when they asked you to do something extra, um, especially these these chiefs, it wasn't a problem. Nobody, you know, everyone kind of jumped in and, and um, you know, uh, many hands make light work type thing. And uh, I remember Dano, the chief of scuba that year, we even did a... Uh, okay, I, I think I know what you're talking about, Cowboy. Are you talking about the show La Casual Fall? Because I saw some photos there on your, uh, on your yeah, uh, Facebook. Yeah, it, it was the one show, and it was, it was great for us. Because, you, know, you know, the scuba team, we always try to stay in shape, you know, because of, you know, you're in the elements. You know, it's, you know, you're always... You need to be in shape because anything goes south, you know, so... You mean as a scuba instructor? Along, you're, you're, you're in shape. Okay, so, we're kind of, you know, I wouldn't say we tried to, we were manly or anything, but, you know, we were, you know, we had a sense of false bravado, I guess you could say. And, and anyway, the, the, the Cosmo Falls, we all had to dress up like women. And in the beginning of the season, we all just, you know, went in there and, you know, uh, put on the clothes and just got out there and did what we had to do. By the end of the season, and I was getting a little nervous and worried for all the other scuba geos. We're in there putting on the makeup nice and neat, making sure that our, our boobs look just right. And, and I had to stay one time. I said, would you guys stop for a minute and look at us? <laughs> you're acting like you're putting on makeup with your mothers. <laughs> and so we, we we were dressed to the nines by the end of the season. And actually, uh, we're one of the favorite part of the show was, was our little our little number, our little skit. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't recall you doing a, a single show in, in Turks and Caicos when we met, right? No, I didn't do any shows because I was 
I was boat captain when I went up there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Let, 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 you mind getting into that right now? Oh, no, not at all. Okay. So, yeah, when I met you, I met you on the dock. So, it's my first season. I see this guy, you know, blue eyes pull up, shining a mile away. Okay. And, <laughs> and I'm the first season. I don't know what's going yeah. on. And uh, somehow, now, I think you told me it took seven days, correct, to sail from yeah. St. Lucia to Turks? Yeah, it, was, it, was the, it was the end of our season. They shut down St. Lucia about two months early. And they had planned at uh, they planned at the end of the season to take the sailboats or take the sailboats, take the two dive boats, which is the to, Blue Lagoon and Long John. Yeah, Blue Lagoon, Long John. Blue Lagoon belonged to Club Med and Long John, the General Lemaire, very nice man, and his son. And um, so, because they shut the village down early, I had two months to kill. So I knew. I knew several people in the in the village, so I ended up going and uh, God gave me a hammock and a, a place to go stay. So I actually lived on the hillside for about uh, for about two months, and you know I'd pay a little kid to swing my hammock and run run and get me rum and cokes all day. Wait and a minute! Wait a minute! Would my you... hammock real rough and said, "Hey, are you a cowboy?" I said, "Yeah." Well, I'm such and such from Club Madison. Time to go back to work. <laughs> okay, wait. Were you, so you weren't even staying in a shack; you were just in a hammock. Yeah, no shack, nothing. Just, just okay, <laughs> just a hammock. All right, <laughs> but I had a tarp over it, so for when oh. it rained. Okay, well yeah. that's the that's the cowboy way, guys. Okay. That's the cowboy way. <laughs> All right, so they tell you, look, cowboy, we need someone to drive this boat from St. Lucia. Yeah, to we need it. Yeah, we need to go. And I'm like, okay, I'm your man. And uh, we got all loaded up, fueled up, ready to go. And it's about a seven-day trip. So the first stop was Martinique, and they had um, family there. So we went out, ate at this place. What was so distinctive about it is they gave you a bottle of rum. They marked it, and you drank as much out of the bottle as you wanted. And then they marked it again, and they would charge you like that. <laughs> That's how they charge you. They didn't charge you by drink. You made your own drinks. And the rum there, they had a rum distillery. So... It was it was quite cheap, and needless to say, we didn't we didn't get up too early to start the next yeah, day. Yeah, your your bottle didn't have to be marked. I'm guessing, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we, yeah. We just got <laughs> all right. And so, uh, so from there, we went to um, Guadeloupe, and from uh, Guadeloupe, uh, we fueled up. Then we went from Guadeloupe. We went up to uh, was it Dominican Republic? The third stop, cowboy. Yeah, third stop, Dominican Republic. And uh, we fueled up there, and uh, the border guards were just guys dressed as civilians with shotguns sl you know, slung over their shoulder. Uh, I mean, not the border guards, but the um, immigration. The, the uh, huh? Immigration. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the border not border patrol. They they come on the boat. Oh, the harbor patrol. Harbor patrol, oh, like, like uh, coast guard yeah. harbor patrol. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so General Lemaire. Uh, flips them a hundred dollar bill right away, so they don't find find something that wasn't there. Okay. okay. <laughs> and so we fuel up there, and we got some really bad fuel. And so we leave from there, and this is our like fifth going on our sixth day. And okay. while we're there, we take a little break to go out and, and see the town, and we go to this one bar. Myself, my mechanic, General Lemaire, and his son, and the other mechanic. And we go to this bar, and we notice that there's all women all lined up against the wall. 
and we all figured out, well, why aren't they dancing with these guys? And then, you know, the, the owner of the place comes over and speaking French with General Mayor, and we found out that these women are, they'll dance for you for the right price if you, okay. if you follow me. Understood. <laughs> and so, uh, anyway, we have a nice evening that night, and everyone dances as, as only we can dance. And uh, then we uh, get on the boat. And the bad gas is really slowing us down. We got to change the fuel filters every couple of hours, and we're losing time. And then while we're doing this, we somewhat get off course. Okay, and um, okay, <laughs> yeah. So, so on the sixth day, you get lost, and and you guys decided, much like a very a very famous <laughs> captain, Captain Ron, you guys decided to pull in somewheres and ask directions, right? <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, <laughs> Sort of. I think both. <laughs> we were somewhat in the shipping channel. Okay, okay. So, uh, that's that's right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So every boat that came by, we you know we we're trying to helm on the radio to get our coordinates, and we couldn't get our coordinates because no one was answering us back. Because a lot of those people they just put it on autopilot and they're they're asleep most of the time during the day. And the most well, they, there's probably around the clock shifts, and uh, so we're you know we're going on the seventh day. And we're all getting a little nervous because, you know, we're going slow. We think we're going in the right direction. And um, and then the mechanic, he every morning or every time he goes to go to the bathroom, take a leak. <laughs> you heard a he, scream? He, he, he's screaming. He's, he's, he's I'm, okay, I'm, so, I'm pissed in laughter. <laughs> okay, so so he picked up a little souvenir from your, yeah, your, he, stop, your stop, right? <laughs> a little souvenir from the... Uh, from uh, the Dominican Republic that was going to last until he met Sister Penicillin. Okay. <laughs> okay. And I'm guessing you didn't have any Sister Penicillin no, on, on the boat. No. Okay. On the boat, we had plenty of beer. And, and, and rum. Okay. <laughs> so okay. Well, we're all, we're not, now, you know, we're all starting to get a little nervous. Uh, General Lamar and myself, more so than anyone else, because they don't realize you know, what's, what's really going down. You know, we're out in the middle of nowhere on two small boats, and, you know, pirates live, and it's hard to be found out on a speck, near the speck out in the middle of nowhere. And so we started taking all the tanks off one boat and putting them on the other one. I think it was the, off, the, the Long John had the best chance of making it. So we're taking off all the boats. We set the anchor on the uh, Blue Lagoons, where if it drifts off, hopefully it'll it'll catch anchor somewhere, and we might be able to find it later. And so, and now we're getting ready to transfer all the fuel from one boat to the other. So we got at least, you know, full tanks. On, instead of two half two boats with half tanks, we got one boat with a full tank. And right about that, here comes the last ship, and we hail it, and sure enough, it gives us our coordinates. And we were almost, almost dead on. And so we change the fuel filters one last time, and we, we start going. <laughs> and by now, my mechanic is, every time he goes, goes to the, take a leak, he's writing his name in three-quarter-inch steel bars. <laughs> it hurts so bad when he goes to the bathroom. <laughs> he's, he's bending the metal to write his name. Okay. Now, now let me let me take it from here just for a sec. So I remember, I remember like it was yesterday, summer 94, you guys arrived late afternoon, sun was shining. All the scuba team was called to the dock. Yanni's there, and I see, I you know, I'm, I'm a scuba gestion. I'm not even a, a an instructor. I see the instructors removing tanks from your boat, 
And I'm like, what's going on? And they're, oh, there's 200 tanks on, on the boat. We have to offload. And I said, well, why? He goes, well, they have to be uh, scraped, sanded, repainted. And I told Yanni, which idiots are going to do that? And he said, we are. <laughs> so you actually brought 200, I kid you not, scuba yeah. tanks. And for us to do, it was your, it was St. Lucia's tanks, but Turks and Caicos had to do them. You know, I never, yeah. Underst- yeah. never understood that, but that's how I spent my summer, guys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and when we were unloading them, because they were deep in the hull of the ship, right? You were, right. You, were you were on top. You're this larger than life character, the blue eyes, the cowboy. You're handing out nicknames to everyone. I remember we had a guy from England. His name was Bill. And Bill was in the hold. His job was to take the tanks and pass them. And he had frizzy hair, which just looked like Sideshow Bob at the end. And you you gave him the nickname Gargoyle because every time every time his head popped out of the, the hole there, he, he looked like death, okay? And his hair was going every which way. Who <laughs> gave me the name Mr. Clean? Okay, I didn't like that one too much. But, you know, hey, I, I took it. I took it. And then... I remember telling you one time, you probably don't remember, I said, Greg, Greg, hey, Mr. Clean. One of your hairs is out of place. I think it's another yeah. one ninety nine. <laughs> yes, I, I, I do. Yeah, and I, I thank you for that because I, I, yeah, I put it back where it belonged. <laughs> yeah, right, you know. <laughs> yeah, then, we can't be running around like that. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you, how, you, how, yeah, how gauche. That's right. And then you proceed to spend the the season in Turks with us, and I think yes. you were combo scuba instructor, dive boat captain, right? Yes, yes. It was very. I got uh, another place. Uh, again, I'm very fortunate. I got to go everywhere, but Turks and Caicos had the best beaches, and that wall dive that we had, Greg. Of course, you uh, know. Oh yes, un- unbelievable! It's a really good dive, and it was a great place to do both. It'll be a boat captain and and scuba dive. Yeah, and you're reunited with with Yanni, you know, who's on the scuba team. And I remember because my job was just to stay in the shack all day. So guys, not only did I have to paint tanks and scrape them, I, would, I had to listen to the radio. But Yanni would come in every now and then when you were on, on the boat, and you guys would exchange uh, quotations. I like to call, yes, be yes, like yes. Judge, judge not used to be judge, and then Yanni yes. would come back with them and fire back. And this went on for like half an hour. I don't know where you guys got <laughs> got all these quotes from, but. <laughs> Oh, well, you know, I, I, I tend to, you know, I, I can't, I can't touch the philosophical bone if need be. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, before we get to philosophy, we got a lot more to cover. Now, don't, I got so many good stories. I don't know which one to dive in first. Oh, okay. So you almost get eaten alive by sharks. Okay. okay well, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm still relatively new to scuba diving. I was certified, you know, now we open water one, not an instructor, but you needed a bag man. You come up and be Greg, I need a bag man. But you know what? You're a cowboy. Sounds like fun. You know, it was like five o'clock, the dives were over. And you explained to me that you found a restaurant that gave you or would char- give you two fifty a pound for grouper. Is that is that grouper and, and, and other other fish, other okay. good fish. That's right. So I still don't know what I'm doing, but it's a free dive, right? I'm a cowboy. Uh but you you kind of leave me at one point, right? And well, at one point, at first you thought I was you thought I was talking about drugs. I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bag man. Yeah, I thought, okay, I've never did this before, but okay. <laughs> but uh, I knew of a place just south of um, the state park, so we weren't doing anything illegal. I knew full well that there were going to be sharks involved, but I didn't want to tell you. Yes, I, I did. I did not know that part. Um, yeah, and I didn't. Yeah. Know, I didn't know that grouper bleeds so profusely when you harpoon them. Either. Yeah, well, okay. nor did I. And I don't know. I don't know if you noticed why I was swimming so fast. 
<laughs> well, yeah, you came up over the wall and tra- you know, big grouper on your thing there, and I see behind you, which, and I'm like, mm, you know, I uh, didn't know the the. I think the hand sign for shark is. Uh, well, I know the yeah, hand yeah. sign for for land shark. I didn't know the one for. Yeah, land, for well, shark. I you did. Yeah, so okay. <laughs> so I remember, I remember giving you all that, and you remember the Australian guy was driving the boat. I can't yeah. remember. Yeah, but, Matt, uh, Matt, I think so was his name. You've got about. You got about it was a good day. You well, well, yeah. Let me just say the first fish, which I didn't see, because I was just having fun. You know, maybe ten yeah. feet below the surface, and all of a sudden something hit me in the chin. So you were you were spearing him and then sending him up to me, but I didn't notice it till the grouper hit me in the chin. Yeah. You know? I'm like, oh, that's what he wants a bag man. Well, okay, so now I understand yeah. my role yeah. here. Okay. Yes, yes. So, uh, so I'm filling you up with fish. And then I remember looking around, making sure everything was safe. I wasn't going to hang out to dry that bad. Okay. You know, I didn't want you to lose a limb. Thank you. And so, <laughs> and so uh, we had about 20 pounds. And I said, okay, we'll call it a day. And I started going towards the boat. I motioned for you to come towards the boat. And that's when I see about three sharks following you. Yeah. And and that's when I started, like, telling you to come a little bit quicker. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And you weren't really catching on because the no. back was so heavy, you were dragging it. Yeah, but yeah. you couldn't see the, the sharks behind it because all the blood in the water. And I'm literally laughing so hard, I'm about to die. <laughs> it's either go to the surface and lose track of you or, you know, stay here and, and risk dying. So I stayed risk dying because I didn't want, if anything would happen to you, I would have taken it to, it would have been my fault. So. <laughs> But it was I was too far away. It didn't matter if they oh. if they, if they were going to light into you. You were a dead man anyway. That's right. But, <laughs> That's right. but I, I think I told you towards the end of the season when I was on the plane. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You did. You did. <laughs> you did Sonora Bay too, which if we have time. We'll we'll, we'll talk about too. Like a, that was your one village in Mexico, yeah. right? But uh, yes, oh, that's, that's I, the one that was that was one of the most beautiful villages, you know, land wise, because you had the mountains that went up to the yeah. Desert, the desert went up to the ocean. It was beautiful. When I got back from that, I was feeling, feeling you know, very nice, very, very good. And I remember you, myself, and Yanni went to uh, dinner. Yes. And uh, we were seated with, with some young ladies. And I remember looking at the young lady next to me. She kind of you know, smiled. I smiled at her. And I put my hand on her leg. And, and she, she didn't look upset or mean or anything. And, she didn't mind, and I just looked at her, and I introduced myself. She, she, well, first she introduced herself, and I said, well, hi, nice to meet you. I'm I'm Cowboy, and yes, I am the one your mother warned you about. <laughs> yeah, you were very upfront. And we had a great time, young lady and I. I think we, you know, after that, we saw each other back in the States. And I think Yanni was with the supermodel again that night, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, right? Yanni had okay. the supermodel. I wasn't okay. going out with the I think you had the uncle in the dress that night. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, it was, yeah, I was actually there more for yours and Yanni's company, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, got a, we got a great photo of that, which we'll put with this episode. So, yes. Great night. <laughs> All right. I wouldn't mind talking about uh, Sonora Bay for a sec because you you spent a season there as uh, Scuba Geo. I'm not going to ask you what year, but it, it's probably uh, after 95 or around 95-ish. Yeah. Like I have no idea, Greg. Okay. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, we'll, we'll place it around <laughs> 95-ish. Okay. Yes. And, uh, beautiful. Yeah, I, I went there on vacation. So, yeah, as you say, the mountains, the desert, it's all, yeah, it's all beautiful. The giant beautiful. cactus. 
cacti. Yeah. And you get to dive with seals there. Was that your first seal dive? Yeah. yeah first seal dive with the, it was really, they were so inquisitive. The, the female seals would bite your fins and pull you back. And yeah, the male yeah. seals would come up and, and hit your head with their nose. Yeah, and then the big, the big, uh, the big bull that or the big mama drops in the water, and you could hear him, right? Like, (laughs) yeah, they're the big, big bulls. Yeah, and then you have mama overlooking the baby seals, and the baby seals were so they're just like kids. Yeah, you know they would bite your, bite your fins so you couldn't swim. It was really neat. Your your snorkel. Yeah. Yeah, they uh, yeah, and they would come right at you and like at sixty miles an hour, then turn on a dime right oh. in front of your face mask, right, and just oh off. yeah. <laughs> and there was one one particular time it was, uh, uh, we canceled the dive, but there was a pot of killer whales, and just as we turned around, get ready to anchor the boat, and the the stern of the boat was facing all the seals. This killer whale comes up and chomps on a seal, squirts blood through its mouth, and then shoots out about ten feet. Oh really? Yeah, and everyone said, "Well, I think I think we're done diving today." <laughs> I, I, I wasn't getting in the water. Okay. Now, <laughs> you know, now, they attack humans, but I wasn't about to find out. You know? <laughs> now, in all your uh, in all your seasons as scuba instructor, like I, I do know, I say a lot that uh, scuba instructors like to pull pranks on each other. Like I remember in uh, in Turks, some scuba instructors would put pieces of pizza in the BC of the uh the fellow oh, scuba instructor and you had durgeons durgeons in and turks and caicos were like the piranha of the ocean and so did you ever yeah. do any any kind of uh pranking like that uh, to yeah, any, well, any season? You know, i got pranked myself oh you did uh, yes there was some there was a there, there's every now and then you know and i don't mean to sound bad or anything but sometimes stuff will get stolen and mm-hmm. there's no telling who, who did it yeah but i mean and and again it, it might have been an accident anyway i'm trying not to you know, make this a negative, but uh, stuff would come up missing. And this one guy was talking to me about, yeah, man, I got some stuff missing. I can't believe it. And he was walking with me. And um, things very rarely, you know, very shocked me. You know, but I get to my room. I open up my room. I go inside. There's not uh, anything in my room, just the paint on the walls. And I looked at him and I said, I'll be damned. They stole my room. <laughs> and I finally found it down the street in someone else's. It was put up just the way it was in my room. You know, so all the all the culprits, once the joke was over, all the culprits came and helped me put it back. Okay. Well, they must have really loved you, right? Because that's a lot oh, of work yeah. to do for a, for a prank, man. They, uh... oh, yeah, but there's, there's one other thing. When I was flying out there, Greg, I missed, I missed a day. And I'll tell you what happened is, you know, it was uh, an international flight. You know, so I had to be there two hours early, had to have my passport, my luggage, everything. You know, be, you know, 4-0 square, square sailor. So I get up in line. I got my passport out. I hand it to her. You know, I, I signed the papers. She sees I got my luggage, put my luggage up there. And she goes, you know, you got your, got your passport. You're two hours early. You got your luggage just the way it needs to be. However... This plane left yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I looked at her and said, "Ma'am, if you if you help me get to Sonora Bay, Mexico, because I got a job waiting on me, I swear to God, I'll take life more serious." And she she said, "She said, well, that's the first reaction I ever had like that." 
Uh, was it was your was your chief in Sonora? Was it Martin Chavez? Was that what you? Martin told? Chavez, one probably the best chief I've ever worked for, by far, by far the best chief I ever worked with. He had his wife and two children there, and they were very very nice. Uh, a company. I took him and taught both his kids how to scuba dive. They're you know very nice kids. You know they're they're young you know, young young boys, so you know they're a little rambunctious, but. They'd hang out with me. We got in trouble. I mean, not serious trouble, but, you know, trouble enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, not, yeah when not, a mom takes me and one of the kids by the ear, you know you're in trouble. You know? <laughs> well, yeah, but you're one of those guys that, you know, gets in trouble and you can't stay mad at. Because if, if I recall, I mean, if we can go back to Turks a second, uh, you, you were you were t hauling a boat and uh, which took a couple hours. Was this in, I can't remember if it was in Turks, but but no, it must have been because Yanni, Yanni was with you. I think you guys, you guys oh. were playing chess and yeah. uh, and drinking some rum, uh, right? Back, and Yeah, back having some rum. And yeah, we uh, we had we were being towed by another boat. Yes. So they had to have a couple people on that boat just in case, you know, something, a hand, a line broke or something, we can put the anchor down. No need to mention anyone's name, but I think you had a disagreement with one of them, right? Uh, well, one of the captains? Well, the guy that was driving the other boat, yeah. you know, God bless him. He didn't really know what he was doing, but he had his girlfriend with him. So he was trying to in, impress. And, and and Yanni, it, it was, of all things, a pacifist. He lectured me for about 50 minutes. Where I was ready to jump over. <laughs> well, he, well, he had a very uh, calming presence, right? Yes, and, uh, he did. Yes, whatever, he did. Whatever That's he said. What I liked about him. Yeah, it made sense, and, whatever uh, he said. So anyway, we get in there, and I'm trying to tell the guy how to park the boat, because he just wants to leave the boat in the middle of the channel. You know, how to park the boat. Well, he doesn't realize I speak enough French to get my face slapped, right? <laughs> so he starts saying something in French, and I'm like, aha, I know what you're saying. <laughs> So, you know, we, we started. Well, and, you're, and you're from New York, right? So. Yeah, and I'm from you New know, York. You know, you I'm don't, out of fight and run yeah. at the same time. Yeah, you don't, you don't mess with someone named Cowboy from New York, then, guys. Then uh, I, you know. Yeah, so, so then I hear Yanni behind me. Now, John. Now, Cowboy, there's not enough room to swing a cat. Why don't you just stop all this silliness? <laughs> and I actually <laughs> I swear to God, I started laughing. Yanni's got me laughing. And now Yanni's laughing. I'm laughing. So Yanni and I both jumped off the side of the boat, swam to shore. I smoothed it over the cowboy way. I ended up calling Boo Boo. Boo Boo, I did a Boo Boo, right? Okay. Yeah, I did a Boo Boo. And so I, uh, that's what I think. Um, I went over to. Yeah, well, yeah. For some reason, yeah, you did a season in in Catacas, Spain, right? Which is uh, yeah. which is very odd for like a North American geo to find himself. But you were you were like uh, hitchhiking or traveling? Yeah, well, hitchhiking. And you, and you run out of money or something? Yeah, we, well, when you run out, of, yeah, that's what I loved about Club Med. You run out of money, you call them up. The thing was, um, in Snore Bay, I was working with a gentleman called. Uh, he was real high up in the Club Med. Uh, his name, we used to call him Benito because his, his last name, or first name or something was Benito, which meant, you know, pretty, you know, pretty in Spanish. And um, I talked to him because a lot of the other Jews that I was working with in Sonora Bay were going to go to Caracas. Mm -hmm. Oh, and, really? And so uh, some of us, well, we always had a small group of us that would stick together and go because people always ask, 
you, know, you guys live on a, um, you know, on a beautiful deserted island, you know, for nine months. What do you do on vacation? And I told them that uh, we go, you know, we go dig a ditch for a week, you know, in some big city. <laughs> and so uh, we're back, back. We all decided to go to uh, go to Rome, and then from Rome we went down to Spain to see the uh, Barcelona. And from Barcelona, we started heading up north, and we all kind of ran out of money. So Benita said that I could work at the uh, the Caracas village because they have English English people from the UK. And so once I once I got used to speaking the king's English, it was I was fine. It's super. It was a beautiful village. The diving was a little bit colder and different, but it was very. It was a, again. Club meds are in some of the beautiful places on earth. And this this place was nice. I've been nicer places just because I mean they're all beautiful. They're all nines and tens, you know. Yeah, much like but much like Yanni's dates, right? Um but yeah. um okay. But uh the, this village was only open in the summer, correct? Yeah, it's only open in the summer because it's too cold in winter. And how was how was the visibility for diving? Was it like ten feet, twenty feet, or was it? More? Oh, it, it depends. It depends. Most most of the time, it was really good because the water was really cold. Okay. So you know, you tend to have better visibility when cold the water. Now, I, I can't believe I'm asking this next question. Did anything unusual happen to you that season, or was it a uh, was, was it once you had a nice, normal, quiet season? <laughs> yeah, for once, nice, normal, quiet season. <laughs> okay. Oh, good. Good. All right. That's good to good to hear, and I, I think that might have been your last season, or St. Lucia was. I think. Uh, I think yes. No, I at the end of that season, we all went to Paris, and that was the big city we went and visited that time at the end of the season. And then again, when I ran out of money, I called <laughs> up Stevo. I said, Stevo, where do you want me to go? And I wanted to go back to St. Lucia. Stevo said, Well, you're not going to want to, but I want to go back to St. Lucia. So I act like he was doing me a favor. <laughs> and so, so we all went back to St. Lucia. And this is my third time down St. Lucia. I went back as boat captain. And it was really nice because I got to, um, you know, you got a lot more freedom because you're really kind of part of maintenance. But again, I worked with a real good sports guy. And so I helped the scuba team out a lot. I would do night dives. And, you know, because they work, you know, the, the scuba geos got a lot of, they, they worked hard. They earned their money. But everyone did. Don't get me wrong. Everyone on uh, no. every geo earned their well, money. Well, no, but don't forget, especially scuba, like for, for for those that do dive or don't dive, like, you know, in the beginning, you're you're exhausted after a dive. Yeah, like, yeah, and yeah, so, yeah, you guys would do, like, it was common to do two tanks in the morning, one in the yeah. afternoon, and one night dive, right? So that. Yeah, that, and then teach, then we had to teach. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, no, and then um, do luggage and the shows and yeah, out, shows like, and luggage. So yeah, took us home, but once you got once you got into the groove, it, it was nice. And and uh, I had a scooter, and I really loved getting to know the locals because they are very good people, you know, very proud people. And there was this little uh, elementary school on the way, and they got out of work. They knew where they got out of work. They got out of school at a certain time, but they would wait for me, and they'd line up. And they'd wait for me, and I'd drive my scooter. I knew exactly what they were waiting for. I'd grab one of them, take it for a ride on my scooter, come back, grab the other one. And if I had time, I'd do the, do the whole line twice. But it just really made my day, because these kids would never ride on something like that until maybe they're much, much older. 
See, and that's probably one of those special moments and memories you're glad you have, right? Oh gosh, yeah, it was one of the, one of the great, one of the better times. I I remember that in the time you always got eaten alive by sharks. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, I'm happy to contribute to that. Okay. <laughs> hey, uh, besides like the, some of the names we mentioned already, like like Dan Beeman and, and Yanni Nielsen, Martin Chavez, were there any other people? Like, do you remember any other the chiefs of villages that you you had a good time? Uh, uh, with? Martin Chavez, um, Lafice. Oh yeah, Lafice. Yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, sure. Lafice. He was he was very good, and that's when um. Is that in Sonora uh, Bay? Sonora Bay? Chiefs Sports. Oh, okay. And, and Martin Chavez. And Martin Chavez was also Chief Art in Caracas, I think. Okay. Oh, okay. When I was there. Okay. There's a lot oh, of clubbed blurs together. Okay. Well, any other uh, GOs you'd like to mention? Like, not necessarily Chiefs of Village? Yes, yes. Other, there's, um, would you like to? Gary, Gary, and I'm going to butcher his last name, but okay. I hope he's looking for me. Okay. Gary Susick, Canadian. Very hard-charging guy, definitely an officer and a gentleman. We keep in touch to this day. Yanni, of course, he passed away. He was another guy you know, I used to keep in touch with all the time. Uh, Diamond, he was down in um, – he was in St. Lucie with me. He worked with a mini club, and we would go to the underground. You know, and and uh, we'd play like uh, blackjack. This is where they brought all the fish in. And I, I showed him some of the other parts of St. Lucia that you know you wouldn't see as a normal Joe. And uh, he had a great time. I'm still in touch with him to this day. Johnny Scuba, great man. He ended up marrying a beautiful Mexican girl, Meg Ramirez. Yep. And uh, they live out in Colorado. He's an officer and gentleman. Meg is a beautiful young lady. Yes, very nice. Uh, they actually. Uh, came down and visited me one time down in Florida. Oh boy! So, so I'll get ready. I want to exchange the uh, the favor. Okay. <laughs> okay. Be careful, Johnny. Johnny, rest your rest rest your liver. Cowboys coming, Johnny. Yeah, yeah. Do a cleanse yeah. for three weeks or something. Okay. Yeah, and then <laughs> we always we've stayed in touch, and it's really great. Yeah. And I don't remember if you remember um Raphael Rafi from Turks and Caicos. He was, he was there. I think he was leaving as we were coming in with the boats. Oh, okay. Yeah, most likely. Yeah. 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 And they was Raphael Douglas, I believe. And uh, he's over in uh, I just got just got re in touch with him, but he's over in um Fort Lauderdale. There's one last guy and he needs a great mention. His name's John Noseworthy. He I got <laughs> he was a great guy and he was a cowboy's cowboy. This okay. guy was I don't know the the picture I sent you of the two guys on the horses. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's he's the guy with the helmet on, and there's a reason. Okay. <laughs> the reason he's got a helmet. Anyway, there's this one other one. We were talking about college times and how times were rough and tough. And I remember saying, "Yeah, I remember uh, uh, this guy and I, you know, we hung out, and he said, hey, man, what do you say? We, you know, we go catch a movie.' I'm like, okay." No, I don't have any money. Goes, that's all right. I'll pay for it. I said, all right. So after the movie, said, let's go grab a slice of pizza. I said, well, you know, I don't got any money. He's like, yeah, don't worry about it. It's okay. I, I got it. I got it. And then, uh, you know, he goes, how about a couple of beers? I'm like, well, sure, man. You know, I know you don't got any money. Come on, just go. So then, you know, he goes, go, he goes to his house, which my house isn't far from his or dorm or whatever. He just, he looks at me and he's like, you know, well, do you want to, do you want to come up? 
I'm like, come up where? And then he just kind of blossomed. Like, you want to come up to my room? Whoa. And I'm like, well, I said to myself, I said, oh, my God. I'm on a date. I don't even know it. <laughs> but you're, you're a guy who's always like to each his own, right? You don't judge. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, well, Greg, I actually thought about putting out because he spent so much money. Okay. <laughs> you felt you felt bad, right? Yeah, I felt bad. You know, poor guy. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to, you know, disillusion him. I, I kind of to do this you, don't want, you don't want to be rude, right? Okay. Exactly. I don't mean to be rude. <laughs> oh right, boy. Well, well, that was been uh, such an awesome 100 episode. But before I let you go, <laughs> cowboy, can you tell me, like, what are your thoughts on on Club Med? You glad you did it? Oh, Greg, I wouldn't change it for the world. I met so many, so many beautiful, nice people. I've forged friendships that, that are still strong today. You know, gosh, Greg, I'm almost 60 now. This is 30 years ago, and the memories are like they're just yesterday. You know, I can talk to any one of those friends I mentioned, and if I haven't talked to them in three, four years, it's like I just talked to them yesterday. And uh, it's just, it, it really is. And especially in the state the world is in now, it's just nice to know that there's, you know, the world is such a better place with, with Club Med in it and all my friends from Club Med. And uh, it's really something. And it's like, you know, I love being a part of this, your podcast and, you know, spreading the word about Club Med. Well, I think uh, people are really going to enjoy this 100th episode, man, because uh, you, you certainly brought the fire, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> And then some. Okay. <laughs> well, everyone, that was the famous cowboy from uh, New York City. If you don't know him, you sure know him now. And uh, I want you to remember, I want you to remember something, uh, people listening out there, what old cowboy does when the earth quakes and the poison arrows fall from the sky and the pillars of heaven <laughs> shake. Yeah. Cowboy just looks that big old storm right square in the eye and he says, give me your best shot, pal. I can take it. That's, that's I, it. Thank you, Cowboy, for everything, man. I really Thank you, Greg. Hey, love you. Miss you. Hope we get together. Yes, sir. And for you people, we'll see you all next week. Bye. Say bye, Cowboy. Bye-bye, Cowboy. <laughs> see you later.